It's alien dust, fam. Corona is alien dust. That's what it is. Is we going or okay, oh, we, we cracked crack the, the case? Crack the case. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's 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 the new idea. Wait, we might have to redact all that. We we on to their secrets. <laughs> <laughs> they already listening. <laughs> Duh. So I'm like, no. So all these people that's been talking about how they done been disappearing and shit, and they like, no, no, they're making that shit up. I said, yeah, niggas for real. <laughs> Wait, so that's for real now? Are the aliens? Y'all confirm to everybody that they was actually telling the true truth. Doesn't the space force make a lot more sense now? <laughs> <laughs> that was immediately what I thought about. I was like, wait, so all these motherfuckers that they've been abducted and they booties and been played with and shit. Okay. okay. So, of, course, of course, that's where your mind goes. In the intro, <laughs> we in the pre-show question. You talking about booties getting played with. Already, bro. You are wild. Yo, it's a, it's a real thing. Hey, quarantine got real thing, Quarantine got niggas freaky out here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you acting like that hey, wasn't free quarantine, Tim. Wait, wait, oh, yeah. These are facts. Uh, Before we start the show, Tim said he got on that scarf because he <laughs> he wanted <laughs> he wanted to match me. I tried to look like Camille. <laughs> hey, I was for the act. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Habib, I hop in on this motherfucker today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, he looking like the nigga from um, Johnny Quest and shit. Sim, Sim, Sim. Haji? Yeah, Haji, bitch. That's hilarious. All right, I wouldn't say it before we start. Right, I started laughing. Show. My name is Sim Sim Salabim, this show. Damn. We are not doing that's that. Right. Damn, this nigga Sam today. Hey, I bet on him. Jesus. Some chicks thought that was my name for real a long time ago. You know what? We're going to start the show before you. <laughs> a long, long time ago. You just all. He getting problematic. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even start. Welcome to episode 147 of Technical Files, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I like it. I'm the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. It is your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The The gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. Tim was Diddy bopping. Hell yeah. Anyways, you can find us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on Facebook at Technical File Podcast. That is our Facebook page. Uh, Also, you can join our Facebook page. Group Technical File Pod Overtime, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and fam. We're also over where those birds are, the Twitter, and those cameras are on the Instagram at Technical File. There we go. Clean that up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Technical File fam, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 
You just ignore your son, fam. You the, 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 your, your, your it looked like it looked like he ran away. Like he was moving fast. Have you seen the camera start moving fast as a mud, putting light changes and shit? Hey, hey, my son, goofy. my son, wild like me, bro. He, he bound to say something random. Now. <laughs> <laughs> not doing like business on there. Exactly. <laughs> like Daddy said, U.S. hoes. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, though. But uh, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Tech File fam, I'm sure with everybody you know your mom and your daddy, your granny, your uncle, your auntie, cousin Pete, co workers, everybody. <laughs> Share with everybody, goddammit. We haven't had a Tech File challenge in a minute. You got one? Let me see. What can we do? Um, wow, oh, dude. Um, everybody been doing that jump rope stuff lately. Um, so send us a, a clip of y'all jump rope. How about that? Man, you just want to see some titties. <laughs> oh, you, know, you have to tell everybody. <laughs> it's all, 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 you know, I tried to grab him, tried to grab him through the phone and shit. Anyway, I'll like, oh, no, help you. Let me help you with this real quick. <laughs> Talking about sharing the show, though, I do want to shout out Casey Clutch who left us a review um, on iTunes. We definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. He sure, said, sure. Um, "Quote: This show is for all, but let me tell you why I like it. The hosts relate to '80s babies." <laughs> the content is centered around sports, culture, and relatable current events. Group think is not an issue here. Hella funny. It never is when Tim is around. <laughs> Hella funny. Easy to engage with the show and the personalities via social media. Obvious structure, but definitely an unscripted element as well. Check them out. So thank you, Casey. Welcome to the Tech Bow fam. Welcome. Appreciate you, sir. Um, oh, there you go. No, there you go. I'm back. <laughs> Wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, yep. Stitcher, you see. SoundCloud, yeah. Spotify, <laughs> Spotify. Mm-hmm. Our Heart Radio. Well, there we go. Himalaya. Like a player. Wushka. Wushka. Oh, there you Wherever go. You- and wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. While you're there, make sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review, like Casey. Um, five stars are better. Uh, sure. It helps us, and we appreciate it. Very much so. Then you get shouted out on the show, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, top listening cities from the last week. We want to shout these cities out for, um, you know, rocking with us. Surprisingly, at number one. Upset of the year. Appleton, Wisconsin. On oh, what? Appleton, what up? On oh, what? Appleton beat out Milwaukee. Oh, what? Oh. What up, no. What up, Appleton? See Thank you, Appleton, up. but I'm going to take this as an opportunity to shame Milwaukee. Exactly. What's wrong with y'all niggas, man? Dang. <laughs> Appleton? Come on now. It looked like, from, from the listening numbers, it looked like somebody or some people in Appleton found the show. Because a lot of old episodes was getting played, and I was looking back through some of them titles like, wow. <laughs> I remember that episode really vaguely, but like, <laughs> wow, like you, okay, you going back through the history. You going back. <laughs> well, you know what that means? Milwaukee, go back and listen to some old episodes. 
Milwaukee tell some more people about the show, man. We from here. That's Get it popping. Exactly. It's not that hard to do. Get it popping in the city, fam. It ain't like you got anything better to do. You know. <laughs> like the Everest College commercials. You don't got to check You know what? I'm a, that could be a Tech 5 challenge. Did we give him one already? What? What could be? I'm going to go back and listen to an older episode and then just screenshot it and send it to us. Yeah, there we go. That'll work. We got our don't go too far back though. <laughs> don't be going like number one. <laughs> hey, we gotta lock all that old shit up. <laughs> hey, the pilots, the pilots <laughs> in the vault. The pilots in the vault. We might, we might have to uh, throw the first five in the vault with it too. But, you know, <laughs> put them on Patreon. You got to pay for them. Um, <laughs> anyway, stop listening to these from the past week. One was Appleton, Wisconsin. Two, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Three, Seattle, Washington. Shout out to Seattle. Four was Jacksonville, Florida. Hey. <laughs> Five was Madison, Wisconsin. Madison. A lot of Wisconsin love. Okay. Uh-huh. Number six was Charlotte, North Carolina. What up, Charlotte? Seven was Minneapolis, Minnesota. They get going in Minnesota. Y'all, y'all stay showing love. Just like Minnesota. Constant. Uh, number eight, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, Chicago. I just thought about Scruff McGruff when I said that. Scruff uh, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois. 60655. He act like he was from Chicago shit. <laughs> number what? Five, <laughs> number nine was Racine. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Racine, Wisconsin. And number 10 was Kenosha, Wisconsin. A lot of Wisconsin love this week. Shout out. I like that. That's your damn list. I like that. All right. Like let's, that. let's get into the topics <laughs> of the week. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this off with Tech File Cinema. Now, if you are new here, I will quickly give you a backstory on how this segment came to be. <clears throat> Actually, I was trying to cue y'all two up, not me. Eric and uh, I came up to do this. I was like, this is my part. In a world. <laughs> God damn it. Where there ain't shit else to do. <laughs> Sports are gone, but tech fans still need shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so we ask you to pick random. We want well, oh shit. We ask you to vote movies that we randomly pick. <laughs> that even fit the cadence, fam. <laughs> I was pissed at this week. That's all. I Yeah. We each pick a movie, and we have our, our fans, fans, and listeners uh, vote on what the movie we're going to watch and talk about and review is going to be. Wait, wait, wait. Before we... Who the hell... Whose nominee was this? It was Tim. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me $4. <laughs> Tim, yeah, picked... He got game. I picked Talladega Nights. Uh, Eric picked Creed. And Ken picked Above the Rim. Yeah. Funny thing about the votes this week is that he got game and Talladega Nights tied for one, mm-hmm. while Creed and Above the Rim tied for two. <laughs> so we had to go to a tie break or tiebreaker. We went to our Facebook group. Shout out to the Tech File uh, Overtime Group. Shout out, Sam. Uh, we had them vote, and that almost was a draw. And I was like, I swear, to, if y'all, if it's another draw, <laughs> but he got game and ended up winning out. Um, 
as you can hear from some of the disgruntled voices on this this podcast, uh, they're not happy. Some people aren't happy about that after watching the movie. Don't you all wish my movie won now? You could have been laughing at Will Ferrell talking about shake and bait. If I, if I had a vote, I would have. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. Shake and bake. So y'all didn't enjoy I, the movie? Not, not at all, sir. So, not even a little bit. <laughs> let me get the back. If you're not familiar with uh, He Got Game, it is a 1998 film starring Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. That sounds weird. It's about a basketball player's father who must try to convince him to go to a college so he can get a shorter sentence. I think yeah, that sums it up well. Yeah. Right there. Now, when's the last time that y'all saw this movie? Shit, years ago. Probably when it came out. Type yeah, shit. I was on maybe yeah. like 2000. I didn't go to the movies yeah. to see this shit, but it was like when it came on like DVD or whatever. Yeah. Or VHS, maybe. I think VHS was still popping in 2001. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people Probably. still had them. They was fading out, but people still had them. Um, I never saw it completely all the way through. Oh, so. This was a new experience for me. <laughs> I last watched this in undergrad, probably, so mm. I graduated. Ooh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> 2011 was a long, long time ago. But yeah, it's probably around that time when I last saw it. But I, I've saw, seen this movie so much that I thought I remembered a lot of it. But um, no, there were definitely more titties than I remember. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hella titties. Ah, no, I was like, duh, where is... I don't quite remember Rick Fox introducing him to all of this. That's the only titties I remember was the Rick Fox introduced... Rick Fox was fine in this movie, too. No, I remember Rosario Dawson's, too. I don't yeah. remember Rosario Dawson. Or I remember no. the two porn stars that they hired for the movie. Oh, for the the room. things in the room. Like, those, those were the titties that Rick James gave four thoughts down. <laughs> Wish he had more hands. I was like, bro, it, but no, for real. I was like, damn, I didn't realize it was this raunchy, dog. Yeah, uh, Spike was Spike was on the nose with this movie. Um, he definitely was. He was on the nose candy or something. <laughs> <laughs> the booger like, shooting and booting. Um, the conversation he had with Big Willie in the car. I was like, that was that was a valid conversation, regardless of who it was coming from. Like that was a, it was valid what he was saying to him. Mm-hmm. Like you can't run for, It's only so far You can run From certain <laughs> shit Like you got the people The leech Oh big time the, speech Yeah Yeah the mooches And all of them shits And then you got the chicks And you got the women That's gonna come flying Left and right And I like Everything he was saying Regardless of who it was from Like it was It was valid It was an honest conversation I mean a lot of people I mean I think The, the message of the movie <clears throat> Is is an interesting message At the pressure That a lot of these um, Young men are under when they're number one draft pick, you know what I mean? Like, like right. when you have that type of talent, like all the people who are trying to leech on you. The moment I saw Uncle Bubba, I knew he was about to be this trash. Nigga, this nigga here, I'm like, yeah, come on, bro, pure bullshit. The moment he, I was like, Mm-mm. he about to be trash, and he was. He was pure trash. They hitting him with all of you owe me's. I'm like, God, like, he bro. didn't even sign nothing yet. <laughs> You got a deal already? You trying to cut me out? Like, bro, come on. Hungry like, I'll sacrifice for you. I don't know, I don't, but how many athletes you you know or you think probably dealt with that shit? Yeah. A lot. I mean, like I said, the message is... Hell, look at Pippen's deal. Like, I'm not saying that that's the same situation, but he would have those All the people he had issues. to take care of? Yeah. You got the other people. They, and they call them leeches and mooches, but he got his money got to go elsewhere. So he had to get the money when he had to. Yeah. But... Uh, also, real quick, speaking of trash people, Lala. 
Um, <laughs> the Man. moment she asked him to speak to the agent, I was like, mm. I like, oh, so this was Sean was on before he went to uh, <laughs> Drumline, bro. I was like, okay. Okay. Because they was in high school. I was like, the timeline kind of fits. <laughs> he was on this dirt shit before high school. But when he was in high school, shit didn't pan out. So he went over to college and thought he was just going to be king shit over at the Drumline. I was like, for sure. This nigga yeah. connected movies. Um... <laughs> Exactly. I just want to talk about when they was hooping, when they, the first basketball scene, um, when they was at the park and the point guard, wasn't that Booger? Uh Yeah. This nigga was hooping in a sleeveless polo. (laughs) (laughs) Dog. Really? Yes. He had a collar. This guy had a sleeveless (laughs) polo on. Hooping. (laughs) Oh my dog, what the fuck? I had a couple bullet points on this. Shit. And then Lala, hold on, I gotta write the Lala because she was sleeping with the agent, which I was like, mm, figure, the mom, mm, figure, like my brother. Okay, girl. Uh, Dude, I would have been pissed off the way he, as close as the motherfuckers was in the swimming pool. I'm like, bro, what I the like, fuck is this? It's nothing. Like, it it seemed like he did though. Like he, yeah, I'll say later on, like, he said what? it. Yeah, yeah, but in the moment, I was watching it like. You see them in the pool, right? Like, you, like, you see, you see a I, leg in the air, my nigga. Like, where did not, they get the swimsuit? They not swimming. From? <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Where did the swimsuit? Did they know they were coming there to swim? Were there extra swimsuits? Yeah, they don't stand by. He, he already knew she was coming. <laughs> <laughs> he knew she was down. Um, yeah, yeah. And then she called him at like one in the morning to ask him if he knew what he was doing. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'm glad we broke up. <laughs> Hey, who was uh? What was sweetness? Uh, dog. First, I thought he was like the broke David Ruffin, because <laughs> he had the uh, old girl, the little prostitute chick, who happens to be Mila Jokovic. Same chick from uh, Fifth Element, Resident Evil, and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they had a couple people in here. Okay, that's like the. Uh, that's one of two actual actors that they had in the whole movie. Right. I was like, oh, she, she made more money than a lot of niggas still. <laughs> Cause she had a bunch of movies, like not just them too. Yeah. It's like salt and all of that shit. But um they are playing the same role he always do. Who? Jim Brown. Oh <laughs> yeah, he got a type, don't he? Yeah, he played the same role in every movie and shit. Yeah, like that's the, linking movies together. That's the defensive coordinator from uh, Any Given mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was interesting seeing uh, Roy Williams still the coach of Kansas. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, um, um, for Boston, I was like, "Damn, he did!" I was like, "Damn, this was back during that time." Yeah, they had plenty of cameos. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? I forgot. Oh, uh, Temple coach John Chaney. Yeah, I, I forgot. I was like, "Damn, I forgot he used to coach Temple." <laughs> uh, fun fact: Do you know that Ray Allen was not the first choice for Spike Lee in this movie? Who was it? An actual actor. No, he wanted an NBA player. He wanted somebody who would look young enough that it was believable that he was 18. Kobe? Kobe was his number one selection. Okay. And Kobe oh. was actually interested. He he enjoyed the script. Um, But that summer they were going to be filming that was right after his rookie year in the playoffs when he got them four air balls. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not doing no movie this summer. I need to work. Yeah. But, this movie would have been so much better with Kobe. Facts. You think so? so Facts. Much I think. Yeah. Ray Allen cannot act. Ray Allen can't act for shit. Can Kobe, like, Kobe talking like you? Yeah. Like Kobe, Kobe just has a natural charisma. So like, even if his acting was bad, like the charisma would have carried it. Like yeah. Ray Allen was just born. 
<laughs> like he can't emote. <laughs> like a couple times you yelling, I'm like, bro, why are you yelling? I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a soft scene. That's <laughs> <laughs> a soft. It was several times. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm sure it's supposed to be like, yeah. <laughs> what a terrible bigger strangers in the Yeah. So I'm like, now, like, bro, it, it was that point, but it was a different point when he was yelling about something. I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like a lower scene. He, he doesn't look natural when he yells. It wasn't believe- mm-hmm. like anytime he had to be angry, it just didn't mm-hmm. work. And he was supposed to be angry the entire movie. The whole movie. The whole damn movie. The only he got right was cussing. <laughs> but for as bad as Ray Allen was, Denzel was excellent in this movie. He was. He was, he was excellent. That was in like this the movie. only redeeming quality of this movie is that made Denzel was acting his ass off. Like, Denzel made it decent. Like he does so many little things. Like when they let him in back in the hotel or that little motel, and he's just sitting there opening the door, closing the door, opening, mm-hmm. just laugh to himself. Like, <laughs> like okay. yeah, okay, I got, I got, I got. Like, I can open the door when I want to. Like. <laughs> Opening the window, like he's like he's just a good actor. Like he's a great actor, yeah. and he was hooping, hooping a little bit. He had a little little piece, you know, little yeah. jumping. Oh, yeah. I think he played college basketball, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because his uh, yeah, yep. His son played football. Mm-hmm. And um, that one, that last one-on-one game with Ray against. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was off his five at the end. I'm like, damn, you gonna put your whole shoulder into him and run past him like this? <laughs> you would call a charge in a one-on-one. <laughs> I do want to point out, though, like, apparently the way that it was presented in the movie was out of order. Uh-huh. Uh, the script called for Ray Allen's character to win, like, 11 0. Like, uh-huh. that's it. Just yeah. win. Mm-hmm. But they were playing for real. And but they were Denzel playing for real when they broke the ball. Yeah, Denzel got the ball. He scored. And Ray Allen kind of looked confused. Like, wait, this ain't, you ain't supposed to be. <laughs> like, this ain't what we were talking about in the script. And then Denzel was talking. He, he, he had that trash talk down. And Ray actually got mad. And then Ray <laughs> went on a run. Like, it was 5-0 or, I think, 4-0 or 5-0 at one point. And then Ray Allen went on a run. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, he started playing and then it was over. Mm. Yeah, so Denzel played uh, guard at Fordham University. Mm. Under P.J. Oh, Carlissimo. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> what? So the coach that uh, Spreewell <laughs> choked was his college coach. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so Ken, you never answered my question, bro. I had it in the pre-show. You got to answer it now. What's uh, your question, Tim? You got your liquor going one way. <laughs> your son threw your damn ball another way, and he took off a third direction. Mm-hmm. What are you chasing? I'm chasing my son. How long is it going to take you to make that decision? Immediately. Y'all live in a damn hood. <laughs> At what? night. It looks like it's about midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my man still was pulling from the bottle staring at the ball in the trees <laughs> his son about six blocks up <laughs> then he finally puts the liquor down in the middle of the court <laughs> and takes off oh, why don't you take the damn bottle with you while he's complaining about the ball he's still looking at running backwards yeah God, he, oh, pulled, a- he pulled from the bottle during the game while he was mm-hmm. playing against his son <laughs> so like From was that jump. supposed to be like so I have a question so like was were we supposed to think like he had a drinking problem or like, I guess what? so because they alluded to it but he didn't really drink like that yeah it could have been just a bad night that's how I kind of took it like it was a because they like, never he, explained he was, like why he was so aggressive and angry during that game with him yeah I mean they showed how he trained him and he was always kind of hard on yeah him. but he wasn't like abusing him so <laughs> like, maybe that's why because maybe that's why they introduced the liquor into it so that you could see like his intentions were good initially, you know, to make him better. But, you know, one night, 
and alcohol fueled him killing your mom? I just feel like a lot of stuff wasn't explained or like wasn't shown. Like you don't have to necessarily tell me like, oh, I have a drinking problem, and no, you know. But like at least demonstrate it, like make it clear. Could you forgive her? <clears throat> knowing the situation, knowing what sparked it, could you forgive her? Like if I, if we were around. Yeah, so during that drunken night, same night, you know, he goes home. Also, I feel like he didn't do anything to earn his forgiveness. Like, he, I don't even know if he ever actually said, I'm sorry. Like, he did. He was like, I can't bring it back. I can't bring it back. I thought he said he's sorry in that same one, in that same Uh, sentence or the same sequence. I don't remember that part, but maybe he did. I don't know. But, like, he wasn't like, I don't know. He, He just, it just doesn't feel like he did anything while he was out to really make amends for it. Like he was just like out being like going for himself. Like it was all about like getting Jesus to commit to the school. Pretty much. Yeah. But it goes back to that same point. That motherfuckers go low for their own selfish gain, dog. Yeah, we said that off air, but for sure. You bring, it all, you, you bring in private conversations to the right. public, fam. You need to chill out. Give him a bell. <laughs> hey, it's a gym no matter what. Dude's cracking up. <laughs> um, no, this movie made me angry. Like, as somebody that loves basketball, like, I hate how everything, like, I hate everything about this movie. Like, it was just, aside from Denzel. Like, I hated that he had, like, music in every talking scene. Like, you got like loud ass music playing, like that's not playing like in the scene. Like it's just like you scored the movie to have it jazz music be playing over the uh, over all the dialogue. Like nobody Turn the act- all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> the acting was bad. Like if, if it wasn't like poor acting, then it was overacting by a bunch of like actual actors. Like Spike was way too artsy. Like it probably is. That's just like. Because movies always have overacting. Like, it's always, like, not like caricatures, the, but, like, they're, yeah. they're like, big they're for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I watched uh, the Netflix version. Well, my wife watched the Netflix version of She Gotta Have It. Yeah, same And, like, like I watched that. I'm, like, this, like, the dialogue just seems unnatural. It's weird. Like, yeah. it's not anything that anybody's ever said, like, out loud. <laughs> like, it's not how people have conversations. Like, it's, like, if you wrote. Um, what you thinking? Like, if they dialogue was just a bunch of tweets from, like, a, a tweet stream, like, like, it was just, I, I was hate watching it by the end of it. Like, <laughs> like I kind of wanted the guard to shoot him at the end. Damn. Damn. <laughs> it was terrible. Mm-mm-mm. Ken, did you say, you said you had something to say about how bad the movie was? Yeah, it was just overall, like, after watching the whole thing, I was just like, yo, like, this show was actually really trash, like, for real, for real. Like, Denzel was the saving grace of it, but it was just, I don't know. Ray Allen was, like, was not was not believable at all. Mm-hmm. And the movie was longer than it had to be, too. Nigga, this movie that was two hours. Oh, my God. That is true. Yeah. It, needed to be. it that, didn't need to be that long. Yeah, and that, this shit longer than any given Sunday. <laughs> so, so I was just, afterwards, I was just like, yeah, this shit was too much, bro. All right. Well, I thought it was decent. What do y'all writing it? Zero. <laughs> you for real? You got it too. Yep. Zero. Oh, that's really my score. Mm. It's on a scale from one to five. Ain't okay, it? one. 
<laughs> Lowest possible score. I don't ever want to see this movie ever again in life. Jeez Louise. Oof. I'm going to give it a three. Hey, if you feel that way, you should watch this movie called In the Name of the King. I think it's the worst movie ever made in life. And why don't I watch it? Starring Jason Statham. No, thank you. <laughs> Tim, what's your rating? Uh, I value my time. Like, I'm mad. I've devoted like two and a half hours to this. Um, I'll give it a two and a half. Can we do half? You can do a half. Two and two and three quarters, then. <laughs> you know what? Wait, what did I write? I write it in the two. Let me give it a two. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Well, a three and a half? No, no, I'm not. I'm going to give it a three. You're right. That was too gracious. I was thinking about Denzel. That's too gracious. Denzel gave can't. it two or three quarters. Denzel was three quarters. Yeah, he the reason why it's a two. Like, it's, it's just his acting because his storyline was kind of yeah. woo-woo too. Like, he, made, he made it come to life as best as you could. Mm-hmm. And he was really ass falling in love with a scripture. Yeah. Hooker. <laughs> Holly, yeah. you kissing her all in the mouth? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd been locked up for six and a half years. Like, he all in the mouth. You just pulled her from the street. <laughs> hey, you took her directly from the street he only to the crib. Days, and you said, yeah. You, the you, you only live once. Wait, so the, the parole officer gave him money to, to <laughs> buy a hooker? Like, I'm pretty sure that's a crime. <laughs> that y'all just allowed. I him. mean, they framed him too. That was also illegal. They let the motherfucker walk for their own selfish gains. That was also illegal. All right. <laughs> yeah, like, he definitely did. So, like, uh, uh, okay, so, question about the movie. So, like, did he ever get out? I don't think so. Don't know. I feel like they played him, fam. Yeah, they set him up and they had him all in the paper and all that shit. I doubt he, anybody could beat that case. They said mm-hmm. you escaped for seven days. <laughs> but, like, all you have to do is say, like, I had an ankle bracelet on. Like, how did that, how'd that happen? Like, they don't know what ankle it's bracelet. It's 1998. They listening to us. No, they would say, what ankle bracelet? There ain't no ankle bracelet. Yeah, it's 98, bro. That's a spikely joint. I do feel like, though, <laughs> like, once Jesus got to the league and had some money behind him, like, he might have been able to That's do possible. something for him. You would hope. I mean, in this universe, probably not, but in real life, maybe. <laughs> you would hope. He still has some hate and resentment in his heart for that man, too, though. I mean, he went yeah. to school because he wanted him to. Yeah. yeah. Use that state. There was like nothing else about that that made you think that he wanted to go to Big State. Like he ain't go visit him. He ain't talked to him. Well, he said they was top 10 before him. When he asked him about it. So they was on the map. On the list. That's why they ain't established the school. The overall rating from Tech File on uh, He Got Game Mm -hmm. is um, (laughs) pretty much a two. I'm going to round down. It's a two. That's way too high. (laughs) (laughs) 2.125. Way too high. He said way too high. <laughs> the NFL draft took place over uh, three days, April 23rd, 25th. And that was on ESPN, NFL Network, and ABC. Uh, this was the most watched draft in NFL history. They had over, they had 55 million viewers tune in <laughs> over those three days. And that's up 35% from last year's numbers. So, People was watching. I see, that's that's the most I've watched the NFL draft in some years. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like normal years, years, I watched it. In normal years, the NBA playoffs are going on. Like baseball is either started or about to start. Like they usually have a lot of competition. Like now Mm -hmm. they're literally the only thing on TV. Yeah. Like I I normally watch the first round and 
that's it. Then I follow the rest like on Twitter. Like and I they did not fail to deliver either. No, but. they didn't. <laughs> I really did like how it was uh, a lot of like the personal, like how personal it was for the players themselves. Because a lot of times, like the pe- some of the people that was there, they probably wouldn't have been able to make it to New York. They probably went or Vegas to be there at in the green room with them and things like that. Like a lot of the restricted areas and space, or so the flights that people can't make, they was a, they opened their houses up to the people that they wanted to closest. So I, I thought that was dope. That was funny to me though, because like a couple of different people were trying to like hide. <laughs> Like, how many people they actually had in their house. Like, I saw one dad, like, pushing, like, motioning for people to stay off camera. Like, I think, uh, one of the wide receivers, it might have been Jerry Judy, like, he had a whole room that was like, sectioned off, and you could see, like, people moving around in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told but Sam, was, like, like, two minutes into it. I was like, it's going to be a lot of people trying to get their five minutes of fame. You watch. Like, literally, like, so, two to three minutes into it. What you saying that? Who had, let's talk about the houses and stuff we saw. Mostly the coaches' houses. The war rooms, home. There's only one that was immaculate, and one was born as fuck. Whose was immaculate, Tony? Cliff. Everybody, well, the who? Dog house. Cliff Kingsbury oh. has gotten some lucrative contracts. <laughs> and it shows. This is how it's called. That house Plus costs like, $4.5 million. That's, hey, this house that's actually, like, not that much for saying, what he got. That's a great deal. <laughs> this house is dope. That shit was beautiful. I mean, my, my man Jerry Jones was on the yacht, though. I'm like, dude, what kind of safe room is he in? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's super safe. He's in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, bro, and he ain't had nobody. That's why he really was going to make sure nobody, and you can't knock up on the door. You can't pull up. Hey, Jerry, we should probably drive. No, catch me in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I bet you Jerry been on that yacht since we've been in lockdown. He's like, yeah, probably. Like touching probably. Me. Probably. Like, he would have went to Mars if he could. Well, we know somebody could pick him up and take him. Yeah. Shit, wild, bro. And nobody cares about like that's how. And nobody giving a fuck. Nobody's giving a fuck. Nobody cares that UFOs are just because it's been a movie and fictitious so for so long and confidential for so long that they like you know what fuck it here it is everything else is going to shit. Everybody got to know it's something else. It ain't just right. It's something else. Huh. So I can barely hear you. Oh, shit, my bad. You hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good. But yeah, I was like, man, people don't even care. Like, people worry about corona. They worried about... That's all, what I all kind of, like, We need a distraction. Some more bullshit for the come. <laughs> and no one care about the UFOs. Nobody. And they no got everybody. videos of showing these motherfuckers slipping and dipping and niggas like, oh, shit, what's going hey, on up here? Hey, the UFOs out here baselining in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> they ghost wide and whip. <laughs> right now. They sitting there watching these motherfuckers. I mean, it was floating. I'm like, all right, for sure. And everybody like, oh. Man, damn, I sure wish I'd have made that tuna fish sandwich earlier. I'm like, you niggas here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even care, fam. Anyway. It's hilarious. Uh, Bill Belichick's house. Boring. The most boring. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, you, this look like... This look like this would be his shit. I'm like, damn, everything you do is boring. Don't had his dog there chilling. He just walked off. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he had the dog in the chair, fed the dog, and walked out. The dog was just still sitting there behind the computer like, who? Like, <laughs> about time he got up. <laughs> shit, I've been trying to get in here all day. Get <laughs> <laughs> my pics popped off. He know how this go. He's been sitting in here all day. He knows my spot. Okay, the, the Titans head coach, though. His sons was in the back. I don't know if y'all saw that. They just had like some weird costumes God. on. Looking like spacemen. Bro, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, they're different around there. <laughs> I 
think it was the Texans. Was it? No, Titan, it was the Titans head coach. Yeah. No, they different over there. I don't know what the fuck going on over there. <laughs> Bears had, Matt Nagy had a room. It looked like that conspiracy gift from uh, uh, <laughs> with Charlie Day when he be looking around. That's how that wall looked. <laughs> he had a string connecting the dots and shit. I got. Let me ask you this: Since I was talking about the Bears real quick, how do you feel about how your team um, did in the draft this year, Ken? How do you feel the Bears did? I feel like we could have done a lot better. Like picking a tight end, like first round was to me very unnecessary. Especially yeah. since we picked up Graham. So I'm like, I got ten of them hoes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally have strong, ten like on the roster. Yeah, like six tight ends. Like for what? Though? No, nigga, y'all got no, ten. ten. <laughs> like literally got, got ten. Only six of them are keeping though. We got like we got ten niggas, but six are like can play. What's that doing without the phone? <laughs> they just there for training camp, fam. Yeah. So y'all gonna go y'all going into the season with six? Um, we just as long as we run the ball more, dog. That's all that matters. So we go use a tight end, a two tight end system to run the ball. Then I guess that's. Oh, y'all doing jumbo package the whole season? I see. That's so, goddamn. We gotta do something. Hey, cause Foles gonna be out there and do something. Oh, y'all, you got no trippy, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, let me ask you this: Who right now? Who would you choose, Nick Foles or, or Mitch, bro? I mean, I pick Nick, but they ain't my team. Y'all do some crazy <laughs> shit over there. <laughs> Y'all do some crazy shit in Chicago. I don't know. Bro, it's rough being a... <laughs> Dang, y'all high-tech over there? Turn, turn your background down, Eric. The house talking to him? Right, turn your house down, nigga. Your house talk, bro? <laughs> Tony Stark, nigga. Motherfucker, whole house started telling him what's going on outside. Hey, I told y'all this nigga Shield, bro. Y'all been telling y'all that. Nick, he Nick Fury cousin. They Eric, it's a bit chilly outside. You may want to put your hoodie on today. <laughs> he the one who released the UFO outfit. You shit. Hey, God damn, old fancy ass house and shit. <sighs> and we still don't know what this nigga do for work. <laughs> Nick Fury, bro. Part of the Victor initiative, nigga. Hell. Oh, for our white listeners, he is uh, Chandler from Friends. Niggas, he is Tommy from Martin. We don't know what he do. We've been told before. No idea. Yeah, he's, he told us at least five, he had, six he times. He was with the MIB uh, flashlight thing. That's why I don't remember. After he told us what the job was. I don't mm. remember what he said. I, I just know he got his house remember <laughs> What'd you say, Eric? I said, if I did, you wouldn't remember that. I would, would uh... I just know your house talks to you, and mine don't. That's on what? Like, I'm the only one that got an Alexa. No, that wasn't no... Nah, that wasn't Alexa. That was Jarvis, B. <laughs> Jarvis. She was too sophisticated for Alexa. Alexa sophisticated, but that was... Mm-mm. That was, like, first class. Alexa's, like, economy. Let's talk about the Tiger Strap <laughs> before you keep talking about the... <laughs> the level of virtual assistance. Okay. So y'all saw some of our initial reactions on um, how we felt about the Packers' first round draft pick, which uh, they traded up for a quarterback. Great pick. Out of it, all it of could the be. NFC North teams, my instant reaction is that the Packers had the worst draft. Mm-hmm. Good I love what the Vikings did. I love what the Vikings did. Um, I like the Lions draft. The Lions did well. Outside of the Bears picking a 10th tight end. Like, <laughs> it was decent, yeah, besides that shit. The rest was solid. 
Uh, we might we might hit in some of our middle round draft picks with some of these old linemen. I think a running clearly, back would be good too. Yeah, he might be really good, but clearly, um, coach want to turn us into uh, the Green Bay Titans and hmm. uh, get a fake Derrick Henry and run that ball. Well, so I was pissed. Like I didn't go lie to you. Granted, yeah, sure, it could have been a repeat. And I, like I said, I think I even told y'all. Um, Earlier that week, on that Monday, I'm like, bro, I'm listening to this GM, bro, and he sounds like we're going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> For them to trade up to draft a quarterback. Now, don't get me wrong. Jordan Love is has, has the arm talent. Potential. Yes. They're, they're, they're loving his arm talent. They're loving the quarterback. <laughs> he can sad thinking about it again. I can see it on his face. Duh, but... All of his flaws are coachable. The, the big flaws are coachable. He get rattled easy. They say once you rattle him, he's out of his game for the rest of the game. So that's just. But he was a starter. Don't get me wrong. He had a phenomenal eight, 2018, but in 2019, he had a whole new cast and shit. But getting rattled ain't got nothing to do with you from 2018 to 2019. It shouldn't, at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a big issue for him. And then they was pulling up stats about how he's inaccurate cats wide open 8 to 15 yards from, from 15% of his passes. I'm like that's that's staggering, but I'm not. I'm not gonna oh, focus yeah. on that. I'm not gonna those focus on that because those are all from the bad year, and they those were all from the things. bad year, right? So, uh, well, yeah, I got a question for y'all though. What's that? So, you are Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling after the draft? Like I'm about to win the MVP this year. Okay. Did you hear what he said? You got to literally put the team. <clears throat> no, did you hear what he said? He, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm not calling it verbatim, but he pretty much said that ain't nobody, he like, no matter who it is, like, they've drafted quarterbacks before. He's like, nobody beating me out now. Like, he, oh, the I old welcome club. him to open up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I open, about that open arms. Yeah, so it's just, he called, they said he initiated the phone call to welcome him to the Packers and shit like that, too. So I think because of the way he came in under Favre, he's not going to be a dick to exactly. Jordan Love. He but he's also not about to let Jordan Love take his job. Exactly. So he'll teach him, but he like he, he like you're not gonna beat me. He's like I hope, right. but you're not gonna beat me. And like I hear you. It's just we were one game away from from the Super Bowl. Not not just like oh man, we could have possibly went to the 49ers and possibly beat them if we would have drafted a linebacker for the ins- we did draft the inside linebacker in the later rounds, but. You Patrick think of Queen first round talent. There where you trade it up. Right. You think of so the difference between first round talent and everybody else outside of maybe a second round, like a high second round talent, is that the level of their talent, like their elite skill sets, are higher than some of the guys that's later. Yeah, some guys bust their ass and they make a living out of it. They become superstars and they become great players. But these players that are in the higher ends of the draft, they've produced at this high level. They've shown this elite capability of certain things. So you expect that when you want a first-round pick, you expect to get an elite receiver with elite speed, with elite catching ability, with elite route running coming in and to help your team immediately who was one game away from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's why it was an issue. Not that because it was we drafted Jordan Love. I think a lot of people expected us to draft quarterback, truth be told. That's so point not because, in the draft. Right, I said it on the show last week. Like I don't mind drafting the quarterback, but don't trade up and give up an asset. Mm-hmm. But and the, the argument is, you know, if that's your guy... And apparently they tried to trade with the Vikings. Like they even called the neighbor next door. Like, hey, bro, I know we don't fuck with each other, but y'all, you want to trade? Well, they they both the Packers also wanted uh, the wide receiver the Vikings drafted. So yeah. that was part of why the Vikings were like, "No, nah, you're not coming up here." Like what you thought? 
But like they, the package fell for a smoke screen because the team they heard a team behind them or in front of them possibly wanted to uh, draft love. The mm-hmm. Colts, so the Colts trying to move up. Mm-hmm. So they uh, moved up, and then we find out that the Colts didn't even make no calls. No, but they drafted a guy in like the fifth round. <laughs> no, they, the they drafted round? in the second. Mm-hmm. Was the quarterback in the second? I thought from. I think they got from. The Colts yeah. got Jonathan Taylor in the second too. They traded up to get him too. Oh no, no, no yeah, 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 no, the running back. I thought you were talking about they wanted love. That's what people. That's what the rumor was, but like, right. And they end up drafting a quarterback in the later rounds. Is what I was saying. Oh, uh, I got you. I was just talking about the second round. Yeah, I, I think they dra- drafted Jacob Fromm from uh, Georgia. I think so. so. He said he go come in there and fight, so he ain't letting Phillips sit. No, Jacob Eason. <laughs> Eason, there, there you go. But he said he go come in and, and try to compete. So let me let me ask y'all this because I'm not heavily invested, so I, I, it was all funny to me. Um, like, isn't conventional wisdom to trust your board? So if the, if the Packers board always fell to the point where, like, no wide receiver was even close to the top, like, aren't you supposed to take whoever who's available there? And if they have love with, like, a top 10 grade and he falls to 25 or wherever they draft him at. 24. Okay. Um, like, that may be worth it for them to move up. I'm sorry, 26. Give up a fourth rounder to move up to get him. To make sure they get their guy because they have such a high, high grade on them, so. which is what they typically do. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it's like if that's your guy, you go up and get them. But like as a fan, it was just sitting there watching it. Like, what are you doing? Like, we were a game away last year. You could be getting some really good impact pieces right now that can address some of the weaknesses that you saw <clears throat> throughout the season, and that the 49ers really exposed in the playoffs. Like run, and instead you invest in the future. When your quarterback only really has a couple, like, what are you, like, what are you doing? But then as I thought more about it, it's like, you really do got to balance mm-hmm. your short term and your, and your long term. True. But if, we didn't have one. The, hold on. But the Packers said, like, they had receivers on their board, but they didn't have like, <clears throat> the top tier guys pretty much top. Mm-hmm. And as they went down their board, they didn't value some of these other receivers as high as other experts were. So they said once they got to a certain point, they were just kind of like, Okay, nah. well, like that ship sailed. Or this player just drinks higher. They literally trusted they board the whole draft. And what they were saying was, all this talk about the receivers is overblown. They're not all that good. We shall see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Y'all because better be right. <laughs> a lot of cats is like, oh, well, we already got 10 receivers on our roster. Think about this. These same niggas, it was the same motherfuckers on the team last year who didn't produce or didn't do a thing to if they don't step up, a lot of these cats will be in their third year. Like, we can let go of Geronimo. Geronimo was here. He and they really also step have up a, uh, the, the GM has a lot of faith <clears throat> in the, the guys coming back. MVS like Lazar. Lazar. Lazar was good last year. MVS was good the year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kumaro has Equ- potential. Equiminius or whatever. Like, he's shown Saint flashes. Yeah. Um, so, like, they do have, like, young, so the biggest thing is guys. Yeah, basically. Like, and familiarity with Aaron, like, I don't, I know, like, I don't think is, their receiver issue is as dire as people have kind of made it out to be. The issue was last year we had nobody get open outside of Devontae. Therefore, Rogers took more time in the pocket, took more sacks, and we don't want him to take more hits because he's getting older and it's showing. <clears throat> and the second issue was um, we had nobody. Oh, drops! There was a lot of freaking drops from these cats last year. 
So All I'm they say can, is, <clears throat> I'm gonna say the Packers should go and trade for Odell Beckham Jr. if he's available. I wish we would have just used our first round pick on him. Trade next year's first. We didn't have three in the last two years, and we didn't get that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm saying, like, there's other ways to get receivers. Odell right. Beckham is the first one that popped in my head because mm. he's kind of disgruntled in Cleveland. So we got Devin Funches, and I was looking, and I remember Devin and Cam had the thing, you know, and he's only like 25, 25, 26. So I was like, maybe we'll give Devin a shot. I like he has he was hurt, but he was the number one target for Cam for a little bit when Cam did throw it. <laughs> So I, I wouldn't mind giving him a shot. Uh, I mean, really, we gonna, we'll see. We, we're going to see. Uh, I do want to point this out, though. Uh, the Dolphins, they have a black head coach. They have a black GM. And now they have a Hawaiian quarterback. Um, they had a good-ass draft, too. They did have a good draft. They I had a good offseason. They, they had a I great offseason. what they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like two of their. Uh, the Dolphins are about to be my, my, my second team. Because I've always loved their jerseys. So they're going to be my, my second team. Really, I love those colors. Yeah, the Dolphins is gonna be they gonna be asleep. They gonna make some noise in the East this year. It's East is gonna be between the Dolphins and the Bills. Dolphins, my AFC <laughs> team now. Like, how you got Jacksonville? I'm 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 going Miami. They had a pretty good draft today. Picked up Ramsey's replacement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. The Cowboys got mother F and C D Lamb. I like sheesh. He might not have a girl soon though. <laughs> Dude He's, and. He said everybody was tripping and wouldn't even like that when he took the phone. But everybody got pictures of you looking at it like it's like that, though. The mic looked like it was like that. Dude, everybody in the living room was looking like it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you on, bro? Oh, that's what she on? Okay. Everybody got the big eyes and shit. Like and then cats come out the woodwork like, hey, ain't, you Trey, ain't that Trey Young X? I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, so, but see, Oklahoma. Yeah, they ran the receipts. <laughs> they ran the receipts. They found the receipts. <laughs> Oklahoma does. She was like, hey, you was a superstar here. Uh, Trey dropped you. I'm going to go on over the football real quick. That's how that sounds. Say less. Hey, but you get him. You get him. See, but she she finna go to baseball next. Grabbing that man phone. What? you going to baseball next. She going to baseball next. She keep grabbing that man phone. Oh. 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 Uh, Isaiah Wilson, his mom pulled his girlfriend off him when he was sitting there. And I got it. I was like, dang, she's probably, probably get out my baby draft moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I mean, it looked like he had a problem with her being on him. So, I feel like is it, it a really, conversation? Is it, he is was, it Miles' he was Hey, he wasn't crying, man. He didn't know what was going on. No, I'm playing. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it was a conversation had. Uh, I feel like they told her, hey, when these cameras go on, you're supposed to get up. And that first <laughs> tap was get your ass up. And she ain't moose like all of us. Do you like this on national TV? Because I feel like she forewarned, they forewarned these women, like, hey, give them a quick one, get out the way. Because a lot of them did stand up, give them a quick little hug, a quick little kiss, and they kind of move around a little bit. So I'm like, maybe they told her, hey, when this light come on, get your ass up. <laughs> give them a little quick kiss, get your ass up. Mom came over, all right, that's your quick, get up. She ain't moved, get your ass up. I'm going to be honest, though. Like, I thought that that was, like, his high school coach's wife or something. Like, she looked old. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, dog. I was like, that's his girl. She, yeah. All right, bro. Good luck. <laughs> no disrespect, but. Uh, yeah, no disrespect at all, but, you know. So, overall, did y'all enjoy this format as a draft? Like, would y'all like to see this come back? I did. Who, who uh, daddy was that? Uh, uncle, who daddy was that rolling on the floor and shit in front of the camera? 
Ken Law. Duh. I'm like, yeah, they oh, told man. his story, man. I put some some. I connected some dots on that one. Like his dad got some <laughs> big crackhead energy from that. Duh. And they're talking about like he like grew up homeless and like mm-hmm. everybody like, got, got a damn around. story. See, I didn't even look at it like him being a. Cra- I thought he was just that was just genuine excitement. No, I'm sure he was, but I'm just saying, like, that's... I can't. I just thought he was excited for his son. Like I said, connecting dots. Like, if it would have just been, like, that single data point, then maybe I'd be like, yeah, you know, he just... Then it's like, oh, no, you a little extra pop. Mm -hmm. That could be his personality. Mm -hmm. Like, Tim looked like he'd be on cocaine, but he's just Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I do not look like I do no cocaine sugar. What the fuck? I'm sorry, you act like you're on cocaine. My I'm about to say I may have the energy. My fault. You act like I may have rushed the crackhead. You right. But, you know, damn. Hey. <laughs> it's positive. He's good. He's like, like yeah, Tim has big crackhead energy, but like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are we doing? Wow. Fam, you said you was wearing a scarf on your head to look like me, fam. I had to say something at some point. I don't want to look like you, no more mellow yellow. <laughs> Tim has crackhead energy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> any other draft reactions before we uh, move uh, on? Like, I think Tim was starting to mention it, but like all the sob stories, like they overdid that everybody. way too much. Like every, every other person that got drafted is like their grandmama died, they brother, daddy was shot, best yeah, like, <laughs> strangled his best friend. I'm like, God damn. Do you know why he wears 27? Because his friend was that 27 times. I'm like, oh my God. I get it. I'm like, every time I looked up, I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. I'm like, damn, y'all. I get it. I hear you. I was like, shoot. Every other person. Like, they need to learn moderation. Like, I get it. You know, like, (laughs) it makes makes you root for these guys and Mm -hmm. gives you a little bit of backstory. But like, Know your audience, man. Like, read the room. Like, we, we in the came here to corn. get rid of right. the sadness. Yeah, and they also the player they were somebody. doing too much Corona stuff too. I was like, fam, is yeah. this a telethon or is this a draft? What's the drafton? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> is this a telethon? What is this? They drag Trey Wing over there be. every time too. I was like, "Fam, I'm trying to escape this for a night. Like, that's what we here for. That's what we all tuned in for." He always turn around in that damn chair. Right, he heard Dale the story. Changing outfits. I was like, "Fam, Roger Goodell probably is the most entertaining." Because Roger Goodell had me cracking up too. First end of the night, he was like literally laying down and shit. But he was laying out in the couch, just like, all right. So he was talking shit to the fans. That had me cracking up. He was like, come on. You My guys are supposed to be tired. super fans. You, like, you next, if they have to do this next year, like, they need a host. Like, yeah. that would actually be cracking, though. Like, a host for the draft, like, instead of the commissioners. Like, the commissioner can still be up there, shake the hands and all that shit. But like, if you got, like, Jamie Foxx or somebody to host it. You know they're going to mess around and get Kevin Hurd. <laughs> Dog, did no, you see the uh, the room that they had? They had the uh, little draft rooms. The draftathon stuff. Oh, this shit looked like it was shaky. I had seen a little clip of uh, them talking to uh, Russell Wilson in there and shit. Yeah, he so, threw a hot one at Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady was in there joking around too. Yeah, like Tom Brady was like talking shit too, and then like big shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, it was it was Tom Brady. I was throwing the hot ones like Rush just dry, uh, jabbed him back. I don't remember. It was just like it was like quick back and forth. Like it wasn't it wasn't malicious or anything. Like they were just joking. With it was one of those like, damn, Tom, where, where that come from? And then Russ right. hit him with the, uh, walking in the wrong people houses and shit. 
I think Kevin Hart was in there. Michael Strahan was in there. Of course, Kevin uh, Hart was in there. Kevin Deion, in every room. San, Deion Sanders was in there. Mm. Damn, all that dude, Father Time and Deion been kicking it. Good Lord, bro. I like that primetime um, host. There you go. Primetime, my dude, he goes. What up, Michael Irvin? <laughs> Speaking of back, yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it, King. You beat me to it. <laughs> no, we can't hear you. Well, you mute it. Come on, mute it like a motherfucker. Dang, I had a great point. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you was over there talking your ass off. Oh my god! <laughs> I said that nigga Michael Irvin fell asleep on national TV, and I saw it. <laughs> He was big sleep. Someone definitely woke him up. His head popped up like, oh, wait, huh? Oh. He was geek when they got CD, though. Man, he was. It was a great. It was a great. Thing. It was a great. You can great see Mike thing. McCarthy's getting his way. He's he's probably ecstatic. Like, I get to draft wide receivers in the first round. I could never do this for Green Bay. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> no, that year that we, we could have drafted Michael Crabtree, we ended up drafting, I think, BJ Raji and then Clay Matthews. That was a great draft. Uh, Tim, can you run through these NFL transactions and what Percy Harvin trying to do? I don't know why he's trying to come back. Hold on. <laughs> I, I know why he's trying to come back, but... And what the NBA doing? Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me... Let me hold on now. It's a lot of transactions. A Is it a lot of shit? Hold on. No, it's like five, six, seven. I have to plug my phone in. in Since he don't have too. it queued up, I got it. NFL transactions. So, Kansas City Chiefs released punter Dustin Colquitt. Uh, 49ers offensive tackle Joe Staley retired. The Eagles acquired wide receiver Marquis Goodwin for and a six-round pick from the 49ers for a six-round pick. Yep. Okay. The 49ers traded uh, Breida too. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, to Miami for what fifth? Yeah, the fifth. Uh, 49ers acquired offensive tackle Trent Williams from the Washington <laughs> Football Team for a 2025 20, and a 21 uh, third. And That's New Orleans, yeah, for sure. Uh, and New Orleans signed quarterback Jameis Winston to a one-year deal, and re-signed quarterback slash everything else, Taysom Hill, <laughs> <laughs> to a one-year extension. They're trying to get a uh, famous Jameis go try to take the Teddy route. That's yep. so he can learn under Breeze. The man. only difference though is that Teddy had the opportunity to shine for like six games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jameis ain't going to be able to get on the field for no six games and lead the Saints unless uh, Drew Brees get hurt again. I mean, he is like 41 years old, so. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just think this year and then you get benched. Yeah. That would be interesting. The benching of Breeze. My conspiracy theory was actually that, that this uh, Green Bay front office don't give a damn about Rodgers like that and wouldn't be opposed to actually benching him. That was my conspiracy theory. I know I put it in a group and never actually said it, but I'll, I'll just say it on there. I think that they, this front office really, truly don't give two shits about Rodgers like that. I mean, they're not really invested in him. They didn't draft him. They haven't had right. more than a year. And he's an aging franchise star, and I think that drafting love, given the opportunity, they'll put him in when they think they, that he's ready and not when Rodgers is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally the same thing that the previous regime did with uh Rodgers and Favre, so. Favre retired that year, though, and then they said, no, nah, fuck that shit. Dude, we're going to go with Aaron. Yeah, but I mean, like, they were kind of pushing him out for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? He was also unretiring and retiring for a couple of years straight. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> but that's like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's the same, all season. It's the same situation. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's slightly different. Um, anyway, uh, 31-year-old Percy Harvin is eyeing a comeback, and he last played in 2016. 
which is a long ass time ago. Yeah, and he was out because of the migraines. Like he stayed with migraines and concussions and shit. Like, well, I mean, maybe they, you know, he found something that treats it. And he had an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I hear you, bro. Like he said, he got the itch again. But at thirty-one, didn't the Packers like try trading for him or something at some point? Probably when he was with Seattle. I think so. Because he went over to Minnesota and was he was doing this thing too. Minnesota. Uh, so the Chicago Bulls hired f- former Philadelphia assistant general manager Mark Eversley to become the team's general manager. Uh, Eversley is from Canada, but he is the first black GM in Bulls history. Hey, oh, hey, how are you? He's African Canadian, huh? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um. WWE has reportedly released former UFC champion Kane Velasquez. It was noted on the last episode of Wrestling Observer Radio that Kane was signed to a giant contract and was cut after not being used since WWE Crown Jewel in October of 2019. Um, that's their Saudi show. Uh, he was under a multi-year deal with WWE. So what a waste! One and done. Yeah, and that, I seen a tweet earlier that I liked because it was like. They pretty much wasted Kofi's mm-hmm. title reign to squash him for Brock Lesnar to face Kane for that shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only reason why they did that to Kofi. For Brock to go with Kane and then that shit just couldn't happen. And here we are. And here we are. Uh, Kobe filmed his retirement season, apparently. And uh, <laughs> also, D-Wade has been working on putting together a Redeem Team documentary. Mm-hmm. Are y'all interested in seeing either of these? Uh, yeah, I want to see both. Yeah, I check them both out. Yeah, I watched a D Way documentary already, and that shit is trash. So <laughs> unless unless he gives up creative control, I'm good. He can keep that. I enjoyed his documentary. I just think uh, it it could have been longer. It didn't say anything though. Like that was my issue. It's just like it, because he's in control of his own footage. Like he can kind of pick and choose. Like, oh, what do I want to talk about? Whereas like. A normal documentary, like actually, oh, I got you. I got you. looks at things critically. So it's I like you. if I if I just want to see a puff piece on Dwayne Wade, like I can take it or leave it. I got you. Are there any other sport teams or like eras or stories that you would like to see in a documentary? Kind of like how we got the last dance going, which we're gonna talk about when we come back from the radio. When sure, give me the uh, two thousand one uh, Mark Bucks. Oh, that George Carl blew up? Mm-hmm. The whole behind-the-scenes, why the hell George Carl blew us up, That all that shit. Yeah, how we got screwed in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals because they wanted to see uh, Iverson and Kobe. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. I don't want to see it now, but, like, 10 years from now, I want to see, like, the Warriors. I was about to say the Warriors dynasty. Like, once everybody is retired and free to talk. and we, Or when the fucks uh, are no longer given. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's pretty much what happened with the Jordan Doc. Like everybody, yeah. like now at the point, like well, shit. What the fuck? Oh yeah, it's twenty years later. They like, oh, I'm like, here. <laughs> and still fuck them to this day. <laughs> All right, it's time to go to the radio. WTZK Radio sixty nine point nine FM. Where sixty nine is five. What a hell! I'm telling you, took a long walk around the block. We just he can't just, see him this time. No, he just didn't want to do the radio. Oh, there he go. Ken. Yeah. 
Would you tell our listeners, those who might be new here, uh, what the radio segment is? Um, yeah, so the radio um, segment is a segment that we do every week that we play a song that is um, sports adjacent, um, created, composed um, by someone um, in the sports field. Um, Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, give it to me. Give it to him. Uh, and <laughs> this is our. Um, why do I forget this every week, yo? This is our back. Um, our back. Yeah, back room, backboard. Um, back book, back room, Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Duke's laughing a little too hard. <laughs> My man said backboard, bro. Back, yeah, backboard <laughs> meeting. Production meeting. There we go. Hey, you, you close enough. You close enough. Um, this week. We're going to do Aaron Gordon. Now, we were going to do another Aaron Gordon song originally. But then he dropped the diss track against D-Wade. So we got to roll out. <laughs> Deuce, do you have it queued up? <clears throat> Tim, do you want to come in with the music already going? Or do you want to come in and then cue when the music starts? Uh, I'll do it while the music going. All right. So... <clears throat> Can you count down everybody? Count down music and you count down Tim. All right. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Tim? Ah, shit. WTECQ Radio, 69.9 with 69 is fine. DJ, DJ, say, son. I was going to say give it to him, but we got Eric Gordon saying, fuck him out here with nine out of ten. Go ahead, talk to him. Nine out of ten, got you playing pretend. Nine out of ten, here we go again. Nine out of ten, could've bought the family bands. Nine out of ten, are you making amends? Nine out of ten, I probably lost an M. Ain't nothing, man, let it sink in. Used to hoop in your converse so comfortably. Knew one day I'd be good and you'd come for me. Didn't know it would make me this hungry. Looking at your judgment and everyone's wondering. Out the heat, the windy city. Did you see the damn coat? Saw you in the hallway. You said young and put on a show. Didn't know that's the code, but you're about to get rolled. Even Adam Silver told me I deserve the gold. Didn't get the trophy, but I got something to hold. This could have been a tweet, man. You could have got off some tweets. It would have been way more entertaining. I mean, he was pretty entertaining. He did a whole good song. Bored in the house when he in the house. Bored, Bored in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this sounds like. Still trying to jump I will tell him to turn his house down again, but then he probably would. <laughs> I thought I was muted, my bad. <laughs> He done rapping? Thank God. 
I feel you, but nah. We're gonna we gonna hit some bad news real quick. And then we're gonna talk about the last dance. Y'all ready? For sure. Real quick. Velveteen Dream, he was trending worldwide oh, on social media after a screenshot was posted to Reddit. Um, alleged to be a direct message exchange he had with an underage fan on Instagram. The exchange allegedly had Dream sending a photo of his private parts to the fan and asking for a photo in return. The speculation was that Dream had been hacked. Now, Dream tweeted about this recently. He said, quote, Be assured I did not communicate inappropriately with anyone. A private photo of mine was shared without my consent or knowledge, and I am working with the third party to look into this matter. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's the case, bro, because when I seen that shit, I was like, no. Yeah, but he's going to keep allegedly. So yeah, allegedly. You worked that you out. You that shit. Fuck him. To the end of time. Yeah. Uh, Oreo star Trey Mancini? Uh, Trey Mancini. Mancini. He announced that he has stage three colon cancer. Uh, he started chemo, and the treatment will take six months. He was actually one of the few bright spots for the Orioles last season when he hit uh, 291, and he had 35 home runs and 97 RBI. So The rest of them is trash. Hope you, uh, <laughs> Everybody on that team. Oh, shit. <laughs> Woo, but yeah, I hope uh, Godspeed. Mm, God. Yeah, I hope you hit him up, man. Cancer is the worst. Yeah. They said it, uh, he said that uh, if they had a 2020 season, it'd probably be without him. I'm like, damn, that sucks, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last dance. Episodes three and four aired this past Sunday on ESPN and ESPN2. <laughs> Once again. ESPN was the unedited version of the of the show. A lot of F-bombs. What were y'all key takeaways from three and four? Tim, can you turn your volume down a little bit? That is not I. That's, That's not, not you? Not Who volume was that? Not me. I'm not listening to nothing. Oh, yeah. but... Um, I couldn't see you. I thought you were doing something else. Oh, no, no. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, Dude, what? I try to follow along. <laughs> oh, read oh, it. Read it. Read it. Okay. <laughs> what you I was like, wait, this is not. I was like, you are beating what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we cool. We ain't that cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll never want you to be that comfortable about this. <laughs> nah. You, you think he, he didn't just rob me on the pod? <laughs> yeah. Tim definitely derailed. Listen, I be chilling, though. I don't know why y'all be trying to put me out here like that. I be chilling most of the time. I don't be doing nothing. Damn, so so far on this episode, you've been called a crackhead and Dennis Rodman. Bruh, ain't they one and the same? Yeah, they both fit. Hey, hey same, same. What was you? Same, same? <laughs> no, don't do that talking about derailed, bro. Take a pill, be good in three days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, he was on what's the name? Ass for a second. Uh... What's this? Uh, Lil Uzi, not Lil Uzi. Uh, the other one. Young Thug. No. Uh, had a country song. Lil Xanax. Oh, Lil Nas X. You said yeah. Lil Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> you old man. Hell yeah! But remember, Dennis Rodman was on his ass on Twitter. Yeah, literally, it was gross. <laughs> like literally, the. Oh, he was gross. Oh, for real? Come yes, back. like. 
like call him like scrumptious and shit. Talking about he was good to eat and shit. Like he was wilding, bro. <laughs> it was gross. Jesus Christ. Like, anyway, episode three was all about Dennis Rodman trading much, and then four focused more on Phil. Uh, anything surprised y'all? What would y'all take away from from what we saw? One, I didn't, I, I didn't know Dennis Rodman almost took him out, took Penny out. He almost killed that man, bro. You mean himself? No, no, no. Um, Dennis Rodman had that play on uh, Scottie Pippen. Oh, are you talking about? Okay, when you, you said, said Penny, I said Penny. Yeah, I know my bad. Oh, that's uh, what I was, I was like, damn, I didn't know that was uh, Dennis. But uh, it's wild how Phil was able to kind of rein him in, so to speak, by letting him be himself. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's why I think that Phil Jackson's kind of underrated as a coach. Um, like, his X's and O's are what they are. Like, everybody talks about the triangle, but, like, it's, in reality, it's, like, his management of personalities and, and Superb. people Superb as class. individuals, yeah. <laughs> That's why he's the Zen master. Yeah, yeah like, it's <laughs> not just, like, letting people be themselves. Like, even when he was at the Lakers, like, he kind of knew what, button, what buttons to push with Shaq and what buttons to push with Kobe, and he knew, like, when it was kind of self-destructive and when it was actually, like, beneficial to the team, so. Mm-hmm. And then letting Robin go to Vegas. 48 hours? I was like, oh, good lord. 48-hour vacation? I was like, good lord. He ain't never coming back. I was with they never actually said how long he was gone, though. He was gone for 48. They just said over. over it was just past 48 hours that they had to go right. get him. He ended up coming back. So when they gave him episode four and it's like Michael went to go get him, Michael mm-hmm. didn't go to Vegas. Robin was already back in Chicago. Oh, he just was late to uh, practice. He would, he would, no, Robin had got back from his vacation and didn't plan to come to work because he wanted uh, a staycation. Oh, <laughs> And Michael was kind of like, no, nah, this got to stop. So then he went to his apartment and dragged him out. Not as funny as the idea of Michael Jordan going to Vegas and yeah. and finding Robin, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do all that. Somebody <laughs> said uh, Jordan let him go because he had Robin put some bets in for him. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. It's wild that one of Robin's downward spirals was the fact that Scottie Pippen actually came back from being hurt, though. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, I was like, "Damn!" So he really was yeah. He wasn't the number two no more. He likes feeling needed. Um, mm-hmm. If you watched his thirty for thirty, which was one of the more sadder yeah. ones I've ever seen, um, it, it delves more into how he he acts and his his mentality. Like it all makes sense, but it's just like. It's, it's yeah, wild. it does seem like that uh, that suicide attempt or possible attempt like that. Um, like that was kind of like the turning point for him. Like he was kind of more subdued before that, and then he started doing the dyeing the hair. And but it's funny, like how stuff was so radical then is just like super normal now. And like, oh man, he went out and got a bunch of tattoos and a bunch of piercings and dyed his hair. He was. You know, doing supermiles, it's like that's just Kyle Kuzma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he was yeah. duh, a tenacious rebounder, like crazy defense. Led the league and rebounded multiple times, averaging like 14, 15, 16 a damn game, bro. Six, seven. Mm. Wow. Listen at six, seven. Wild. Playing he, four. He actually studied misses. Mm. That was dope. I thought that was dope as shit. I'm like, that makes sense. 
let me not study how you make the shot. Let me study how you miss the shot because I'm just gonna make sure that I grab that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Maybe he's put all his effort and time into defense and rebounding, and you know I appreciated that shit for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like man sitting so there studying this crap like that. Like okay, I fuck with it, dog. Like they was shit. That squad had him. Phil Jackson was on acid. This thing, bro. Phil <laughs> <laughs> was a trip. Phil always been cooler than the other side of a pillow. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. Some people are are thinking the pacing's too slow, but it's it's ten episodes. I was gonna say it's ten episodes. Like, what did you? <laughs> it's ten episodes for one season. Like, what did you expect? One <laughs> complaint that I did see was they. Some people were confused with them bouncing around with the timeline, though. No, that's a that's a criticism I've heard that I can understand. Some people right. do not like how much it keeps bouncing, and I get it. Confused me like towards the end of episode three or four. Uh, when they showed the clip of Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen, I was like, "Damn, how did he end up? How did we end up here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, it does show you like when they go it back in time, attention. when they go forward, like right. They tell you exactly like if you listen and, and actually paying attention, like it does follow. But I could get for some people who are just kind of jumping into it, not necessarily knowing where they were like, "Oh, well, I thought we were." Doing if you if you look down for a second and you missed that they went somewhere, you might come back and confused. Yeah, but like, I if you didn't see, like if you didn't see, like. You was on Twitter or something. You look back up. You like, wait, wait, where are we at? Why are we talking about this? I know you. Was yeah, people have a short. People have a short attention span nowadays. But it doesn't seem that like to me. It doesn't seem that unnatural <laughs> to kind of be, to follow along what's going on. But I'm not difficult. Yeah, either it's difficult to follow along, with, or they just simply don't like that uh, that film mm-hmm. style. Which that's I can't really say anything about that. If you don't like the art, then you don't like the art. And it really doesn't feel like they're, like, bouncing around. Usually, like, they start in 98, then they go back to, like, show the origin story, and then they catch you back up, like, and then at the end, they end up in 98. Mm. That's that. That's, that's what I can, I can see some people, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I've seen those arguments on, uh, like, people complaining about it on Twitter while I was tweeting about it and shit. But, um, no, I think, like I said, I think it's, it's real well done, and I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm really, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like one criticism I've seen from multiple people now at this point is like complaining about, um, like it's not any new information being presented. Um, which I mean, I guess it's valid, but like you also have to take into consideration, like these are hardcore Jordan and Bulls fans, like and mm. grew up in that era, so like you know a bunch of the stuff already. Like that's not necessarily the case for anybody born after like 2001. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's probably even like that completely dismisses Jordan from the GOAT conversation. Like, number three. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> like, for for what it is, like, it's, it's, it's entertaining to me. Like, I sit and watch and be like, damn, it's two hours up already. Like, yeah. It seems like. Yeah. Go ahead, Ken. No, I was saying the time do go by fast. But not just watching it, because y'all know how I am about, like I said last time, like, I am about Jordan. Like, but, like, seeing, like, like that nigga was like another beast. Like <laughs> that nigga was human. Like real talk. And I was just like, yo, like that's why I couldn't wait for this doc. Cause I'm like, dude, so many cats of disrespect. It was cold. Yeah, I can't be ignorant to the fact that there was a microphone before Kobe, and the reason why Kobe was like yours. Well, you'll get to uh, see your passion and shit uh, this week. What? This weekend. Oh yeah, I'm ready for that. You already know I was ready. You meet Kobe this oh, weekend. Kobe, Kobe goddamn it! Like, I'm ready to get to the point where get to the parts where Jordan was scared to show. Like, 
when he's talking about, oh, you people going to hate me after this. Like, I feel like it's been pretty tame so far. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get to fighting teammates and cussing people out. Could you probably be like episode 7 to 10? <laughs> right, when they finally get to the season that we, we mm-hmm. came here for. Yeah, but it's definitely been enjoyable, though. Camille, how hard was you dancing to Party Man? Did you get up and start jamming? <laughs> the moment I heard like, Prince! <laughs> <laughs> Clap my hands together, got up like Gina on uh, on Martin. <laughs> yeah, man, he, he was hooping during those three years. Uh, what's the name was coaching him? Um, Doug Collins? Yeah, yeah, Doug Collins. He was hooping. I forgot he Doug Collins used hooping. to look like that. Mm. Oh, what? Because every time I see it, I was like, dog. That is not Doug Collins. Yet. Same. <laughs> but that's not him. That's not how he looks. <laughs> and he loved Doug, too. But shit, Doug was like, hey, give it to Will. <laughs> right. <laughs> give it to Will. That's why Mike loved him. I don't blame him. I get it. He, it, it wasn't a bad idea initially. Mm-hmm. Also, crazy how much uh, some of these Bulls players still hate the Pistons. Yeah, like to this day. Because I, people discount I mean. Mikey, on, I can't talk. No, I Isaiah Thomas was on there today talking crazy on ESPN about the documentary. He was saying that it was jaded. He was like, he said the reason why the Bulls won that many championships was because of him and because of them. That, said, what? Oh. He said they would have I mean, never, I guess. They would have never three-peated the second time if it wasn't for them. Now, the first three-P, I might give him a little bit of credit for it. The second one, like. Like, you was way gone. Right. <laughs> Oh, but I I will say like I feel like people. Go ahead. No, my bad. I say he basically said everything, but fuck. Because <laughs> Isaiah Thomas will never actually say it. Like he always he always dancing. Mm-hmm. Like just say what you say. Say what you want to say for real. Say it. Say it. That's why I say a lot of them still say fuck him to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like <laughs> I think that people look at the bad boys and they romanticize like that era of basketball. Like, oh man, look at that. Like, players today, they couldn't... Like, dude, that was dirty. Like, it wasn't physical. Like, they were literally dirty. Like, you see how many clips they had of them pushing people after the whistle, undercutting people in the air? Like, that's not not physical defense. Like, that's trying to injure people. Like, I don't don't get with that. And people love it because we've talked about this before. You don't have any bloodthirst. So, like, you don't like combat sports, but People love that, <laughs> and, they liked, like, and they liked having a, that that edge on the basketball court. So to them, like, with, if it's within the bounds of playing sports, like, sure, like I, I don't necessarily like it, but I at least understand it. Like, I can't respect going past the whistle. You know what I mean? Like, if we if you're in a sanctioned boxing match, that's different than fight, fist fighting somebody on the street. I mean, that's how basketball was at the time, though. Like, it wasn't any different. It wasn't, though. Like, the Pistons were like that. Like, everybody else was, like, physical, but, like, they weren't, like, beyond the whistle and dirty. Like, that's why so many teams hate the Pistons, because... Oh, so, okay, I get what you... You're not saying just that... Okay. No. I was talking about, like, in general of that whole style, but you're talking about the Pistons. I'm saying the Pistons specifically. I got you. Like, they're dirty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I got you. I'm always saying that about the people who use that argument with Jordan not getting past the Pistons, too. I'm like, dude, they literally whooped argument. Oh, like, like, oh, well, you couldn't get past the bad boy Pistons for Jordan. You saw, I'm like, bro, they literally used to whoop his ass on the court. You notice he never complained. He never said nothing. He never said nothing. He was like, all right. Boom, he boom, was, boom, getting he elbow smashed to the face all series. Get him right back up. I would have been Draymond and Cat. Cat's like, I'm flying through the air. You push me, I'm kicking you in your dick. <laughs> Every layup, I'm going out like it's a drop kick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Foot straight out, my nigga. All this. Luke Cage and shit. I do think, like, one thing that 
I, a dot that I connected watching this. Like, I feel like it's Jordan that kind of blew up the whole, oh, they didn't shake my hand. Like, that's just another way for him to kind of, like, gloat on them. Yeah, I also didn't know the Celtics did that to Detroit yeah. the year before. Like, I had no idea because I never hear about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Like Jordan, because like to me that that reeks of Jordan being like, I want to look you in your eye after I beat you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you robbed me of that opportunity. Like that's what that's that's what that sounds like to me. And they both still, Isaiah included. They fuck him to this day. <laughs> I, like I said, Isaiah actually was on Get Up this morning talking about some. If the reason I didn't make the dream team is over a handshake, I'm more disappointed today than I was. Back you know, then. come on now. <laughs> and it wasn't just the handshake; it was freezing them out of the All Star game. It was being dirty as fuck. <laughs> like, when, like we all know like, this now. Come nobody on. on that team would have liked though, except maybe Magic. Because <laughs> Magic like everybody, right? Just smiling at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be like showtime. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to uh, parts five and six. We'll be live tweeting again. Oh, we'll who got the mic this week? We'll figure it out, but it's going to be somebody. For sure. For sure, for sure. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next one. Um, The NBA has informed its franchises that it is targeting no earlier than uh, May 8th for any use of the team's practice facility. The NBA is going to continue to monitor the pandemic with its timings. So, at first, the NBA was talking about, you know, May 1st, we're going to let y'all do this if your state has it, but then they had to push it back some. Uh, there's been some concerns from other teams about competitive advantages. Um, like, if, you're, if these teams' players can work out here, what can we do for our players over here? Um, but the league did send out a memo um, with some requirements about opening facilities back up, such as allowing only four players in the facility at a time, having one staff member supervising, no coaches can be in the workouts with the players, and a distance of 12 feet must be kept at all times. But the NBA did tell those teams there'd be a process put into place to help those in close states to find options to get them back. Because the NBA had to move because once Georgia said they were opening back up, NBA mm-hmm. players wanted to go to Atlanta to hoop at any time fitness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the NBA was like, definitely not. Definitely not. So we'll see what happens. Hey, you should, we should have Ken read that one. The next one? Mm-hmm. I don't think he got his... Uh... Oh, you, you can't. So, <clears throat> oh, douche too. What y'all, what y'all franchise doing, bro? Y'all, y'all franchise out here applying for small business loans and getting rewarded $4.6 million doing this relief, sir. Oh, you talking about the Lakers? Yes. <laughs> the team that's worth like billions of dollars. Like, I mean, yeah. Everybody need a break, bro. <laughs> <laughs> break a piece of that Kit Kat, bro. No, no. I'm like, I seen that earlier. I'm like, the Lakers, bro? I'm like, one, you have to apply for this loan. So, therefore, there is an issue within the system that you are granting a team that's valued billions of dollars. It's because of the way that the law was written. Uh, right. You're considered a small business if you have under than 500 employees, and the Lakers only have, like, 300. There you go. Quote, unquote, only. <laughs> like, the, they were, a, like, they literally were able to apply. Like, that's wild. But, uh... No once they saw once they saw the fund ran out, they were like, "Okay, we can get the money back." 
like Shake Shack and yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah, bro. They gave me like, oh, pot oh, belly. You know, yeah, we, 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 really, we didn't really need it. We didn't really need it. We just thought we'd get it, you know? It was free money. We was going to take it. Who, like, who wouldn't take free money? But we see y'all need it. So here, y'all going to have it back. <laughs> That's trash. <laughs> like that. That's what happened. That's what happened. Uh, The NFL is planning on releasing the 2020 regular season schedule by May 9th, and they will have numerous contingencies in place amid the pandemic. So the schedule is going to have that traditional 17-week, 16-game thing. Wait, I thought Um, they changed it to 17 games. It's going to go into effect the next season, I believe. Okay. Um, This is all per Sport Business Journal. But wait, what about the playoffs because I know Where during else? the draft, I heard them say, like, there's a seventh team this year. So that's this year, and then the other stuff is next year? I believe so. Okay. They're probably phasing it in. It's raining like a moment. But um, they said it'll be room to start the season as late as October 15th, which would normally be week six. And the contingencies also include no bye weeks, no Pro Bowl, and no extra week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. So much no bye players week is trash. Yeah, so much of all that player safety shit. Like, so what they said that they would try to do instead of no bye weeks, they would try to get teams that have the same bye week to play each other that week. That way, there isn't the confusion of like somebody having a Monday game and then a Thursday game, or a Sunday game and then a Thursday game, or some shit like that. So they go try to make sure they. Play. I like. I still think that's trash, though. They that. But yeah, that's that's the I mean, game. Shouldn't the first contingency just be like, well, I guess they got TV contracts. Never mind. I was gonna say like, should just be move everything to Sunday, so you don't have that problem. Uh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and the Super Bowl. They said they could move that to any of the Sundays in February. They said f the Oscars because they can move. We got any Sunday in February. I mean, I say sound like LA isn't going back to normal anytime soon, so they might not even be able to do the Oscars. Or they have a virtual one. Right. One thing I was thinking about though, like, so apparently the NBA is considering like that bubble idea that we talked about with MLB. And I think we discussed it for M- M- NBA also. Um, but one thing I was thinking, like, they're going to do it in like practice facilities or they'll build some courts. So it's not so obvious that they're playing in empty arenas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was wondering, like, what, like, if they went the WWE route and went with like a more cinematic experience for like broadcasting basketball like what that would look like like obviously you can't show it live that way but if they did like a replay on Wednesday nights with like NBA films super cuts of of the game Draymond was talking during um, All the Smoke he talked the whole show pretty much Um, but he was saying that before they actually shut the league down he actually had a DJ make a mix for the game so that it would be music playing throughout oh, the yeah. entire game. Like, more like a pickup game feel so that it wouldn't feel mm-hmm. like an empty arena so much. So, Just I think squeaking and talking. Right. <laughs> Although, I'm interested in the players, like, clear. Like, yeah, I think they're not interested in that. Cause I don't. <laughs> they go in, everybody go hear how much shit they talking. Exactly. Or who getting out there verbally abused and just taking that shit. <laughs> Losing plenty endorsements. Right. Facts, facts. You gotta have some sound effects. What did you call him? <laughs> I've never heard such language. I'm breaking them off like a Kit Kat. <laughs> what? what? That, you ain't gonna lose no endorsement for that. You might lose one with Kit Kat, but that's what it is. <laughs> Anyways, UFC 249 is taking place um, on May 9th in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida is just open for all the uh, all the business. It's gonna be a 12 card bout, and it's gonna be on ESPN Plus. 
Now, when the whole UFC get coronavirus, then what they gonna say? They still trying to fight on the secret ass island. He got uh, getaway island and shit. Definitely said in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Florida. Florida. Is the island in Jacksonville like off the coast of it? Bro, Did so- you ring the bell, bitch? <laughs> like what, fam? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Can't get right. Uh, I actually saw that Serial Sensei dusted off the uh, the podcast mic and he dropped the podcast previewing UFC 249. So if y'all interested in that, check out the Dojo Talk podcast. WWE and 2K have officially announced that the next WWE game is going to be at Battlegrounds. This announcement comes after they said that uh, they ain't doing WWE 2K21. Because it was trash. Yeah, last year it was rough. It was they terrible. Need, they need some time to figure things out. Reevaluate, you know. Maybe call Ukes. Get them back on the phone. But this shit look like an NFL Blitz version of WWE. <laughs> Did you see oh, They got the women game? looking so ba- bogus on there. Yeah, bro. Everybody yeah. like clay fighters. 2K said, quote, WWE 2K Battlegrounds will be a completely new WWE gaming experience that will feature arcade-style action and over-the-top superstar designs, environments, and moves. We're focusing on social pick-up-and-play fun, but with plenty of depth for those who want to get away or get way into it, end quote. The rock threw scene into an alligator mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Nah, really? Uh, like that's, that's that's the type of game it's gonna be. It was like it's like a fighter, damn near. Pretty much. That's fucked up. Nah, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, nah. It's, but it's not for our demographic. It's not for our age range. What? It looks fun as crap. I definitely want to play it. <laughs> I don't. It looks like it's. They it look way more play. fun than what they've been putting out. Got right, boo boo. Ken, which one would you rather play? You actually got WWE 20. I bought 20 because it was only $20. And I played it probably for two days and I was like, this shit garbage. So, I played a fake game. I throw somebody in the alligator mouth. (laughs) It's like Mortal Kombat, but we're wrestlers. Like, I'm with it. Less gory, more cartoony Mortal Kombat with wrestlers. I'm with it. Uh... FIFA got some stuff going on, Tim. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to leave the rest of the show in your hands, fam. Oh, shit, that's <laughs> a lot. Anyway, <laughs> it ain't that much. Um, so FIFA has proposed allowing teams to make up to five substitutions per match to help cope with the return to action after the coronavirus pandemic. Teams will be afforded only three slots, plus the halftime break during the match to make the changes and a bid to avoid stoppages. So pretty much what happens during a regular soccer game is that you can make a sub at any time, but you only get three subs the entire game. So Who minutes, punching the mic? You got stoppage time. Hmm? Never mind. Keep going. So you got so you got a ninety minute game plus the uh, the stoppage time at the end of both the halves, and then you got the halftime break, of course. So what they're proposing is that they give teams to allow for like um, a lot of fixtures are probably going to be like compressed and back to back. So now instead of three, they're going to give you three different points where you can make substitutions. On top of the halftime break, but they'll give you five subs a game. That way, it gives you the ability to rotate in fresher players because you're going to be playing more games back to back. It's just a proposal, though. But the thing is, more than likely, it might it might go through. But oh, that's not a bad proposal. It's a fair trade off because if you're worried about the players' safety and health and stuff like that, granted, they could give them more practice time. But instead, they'll if they're going to push the season, they'll they're giving them the 
chance to allow them to rest them more by giving them more players to substitute. Um, Matt Kinseth. Remember our boy Kyle Larson out here spitting all kind of racial slurs? Uh, Matt Kinseth will unretire to replace Kyle Larson as, at the Chip Ganassi Racing for the remainder of 2020. So Kinseth already, uh, he was a prior champ before, 2003 Cup Series champ, and he's a two-time Daytona 500 winner. His last Cup Series race was in 2018. So, I mean, I think Kinseth's name rings a bell for a lot of people, for even just, like, common NASCAR drivers. Especially here, because he's from Wisconsin. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Um, the three ball brothers, Bonzo, Jello, and Mello, Hey, <laughs> hey! Uh, have signed with Rock Nation Sports. My niggas, that's what's up. Out okay, okay, okay. What's that? Let's go. Out here, I'll see y'all. Uh, uh, five star prospect is it Dyson Nix? Dyson. Sure. Okay, Dyson Nix has decommitted from UCLA and plans to sign in the NBA G League. So, and what I seen earlier about that was that um. He really kind of messing up UCLA's plans. They were considered a top ten team with him signing with them, but now that he's not, that kind of throws a wrench in their plan, their class, and all of that good stuff. Tough break. (laughs) Get your money, young man. (laughs) Right. So that's all I said. I think I said that last week, didn't I? Like, will this G League thing kind of mess up what the NCAA got going on? Or what? We said wouldn't mess it up in the. We talked about it last week. Not the total. Not in the grand scheme of things, but like they may miss some elite prospects. But people are still going to watch because they're loyal to the school, not to the players. Right. Yeah. And players are still going to go to college because not everybody is a top ten recruit. Yep. Fair enough. You guys, uh, that's all, right? That's it. That's all. Any blow the whistle this week? Nope. Nope. Tech Top 5 then. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech Top 5. Last week's Tech Top 5 was biggest retirement comebacks. I don't recall seeing a poll. I don't either. Ken was there a poll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was not. <laughs> no, I forgot. Okay. This week, best NBA players who didn't play college ball. So, they didn't go to the NCAA, but, you know, they grade in the league. What order are we going? Are we going in regular tech order or are we going in reverse tech order? Uh, we go reverse. Oh, reverse, yeah. reverse. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to take initiative three weeks in a row. Okay, I see you. Get my shit off. Um, at five, I have um, Dwight Howard. Um, four, T-Mac. Three, Kevin Garnett. Two, LeBron. One, Kobe. All right, I got five, Tracy McGrady, four, Dirk Nowinski, three, Dirk. Kevin Garnett, two, Kobe Bryant, and one, LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, five, I've got Giannis Adetokounmpo, four, Dirk Nowinski, three, Kevin Garnett, two, Kobe Bryant, one, LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go with what I got. Uh, number five, I got Dirk. Number four, I got Moses Malone. Number three, I got KG. Two, I got Kobe. And number one, I got LeBron James. LeBron James. King gonna have all the Kobe fans like, that's the list right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all know what it is. Stand up. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. 
so beat. Look at that. <laughs> Too much bet, talk around this motherfucker. <laughs> to be fair, I did try to justify it, and I couldn't. But to put Kobe number one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, y'all know how I feel about both of them, so shit. <laughs> it really, it's, it's a win-win. They don't really like I hate you. <laughs> That's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all staying safe, that y'all good. Um, hope y'all come back next week. As a reminder, make sure y'all rate and review the show. Share it with somebody. Uh, help us grow. We appreciate y'all. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, uh, PSN, at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At Bucksburner and double underscore J on Twitter. That's all you get. Right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, K here two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z the number three AKA Ass Catch Him AKA Mister Give It To Me. Um. Ah oh, shit. Uh, hasta la vista, baby. Bye, (laughs) y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.